My name is Jennifer Bledsoe. I am the coordinator for the psychology department here at Fayetteville Technical Community College and have been so. I started uh, March 1st when COVID hit. That was when I, I got thrown into the lion's den. Hello, and welcome to the Fayetteville Technical Community College Center for Faculty Development podcast. I am Ian Wolf. I'm an instructional coach with FTCC and your host for today's episode. In this podcast, we seek to accentuate and celebrate the excellent instruction and instructors here at Fayetteville Tech. So Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. I was wondering if you could talk about, if you could teach any class on campus, what would it be and what would make that class so special? Well, I'd have to create a class. My my classes, I teach psychology and I believe that people are the most important thing on the planet. There's nothing more important as an individual. First of all, we are people, and then we work and live and play and uh, do everything with people. And so if I could create a class, because I'd have to create it, it would be on relationships and how to better our relationships, not just our intimate relationships and significant others, but with our families, with our co-workers, uh, with our fellow students. I think that this is a class that probably everyone needs to take because it is a class that would show us, first of all, how to look at other people, how to understand other people. I just sat in on a class today with one of my faculty, and he demonstrated how some people looking at us like a tree. Some people are roots, some people are branches, some people are leaves. And so looking at how those different parts play and understanding other people help us work better with other people help us get less frustrated ourselves and we accomplish our goals much better when we understand the people that we're in relationship with no matter what those relationships are and so I think that's a valuable class that could be offered for everyone I think there's I think everyone from Dr. King down to you know someone who's you know going to be doing welding could benefit from so Absolutely. Nobody does their work in a vacuum, in isolation. It's an interesting metaphor. Some people are leaves. How would you... How would you identify a leaf person versus a root person? It just, it's like how we do things differently. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a branch person. And so in our group, when he set us up into groups, he said everybody branches together, leaves together, roots together. And even how we set ourselves up in the classroom, socially distancing, by the way, (laughs) um, it was it was characteristic of our personality characteristics and how we do things like as a branch, like we are very inclusive and we care about what people think about our ideas. And and so it was these things that I was like, even in how the groups were set up, you could see it. And so going back to that theory, it was just so beneficial. It's like so if I know I'm a branch and you know I'm a branch and you're a root, then you would know better if we could just look over those and look at those characteristics together, how better to work with each other. And I think everybody, no matter where you're at in life, that is so beneficial because we don't, I can't get frustrated at you for being who you are and how you see with the world and how you operate in that world. And if you know who I am and that I'm a branch and this is how I operate, then instead of getting mad with that, you can utilize it to better get to where we need to go. Fascinating. Uh, it touches to something that that I learned in my own training with literature being that people study literature so that they can understand people. Mm. Uh, and it, it is exactly the same thing you were talking about, that this idea of through literature, we can understand the people around us. And by doing that, we can understand how to influence it, but also how to interact with the world at large. So this this class on relationships, if you could build it, 
and the the goal being helping folks understand the people around them and how to interact with them to to kind of put on that super villain mindset the how to make them dance like our puppets <laughs> but but to use our powers for good how to help them achieve the world that they want to live in what do you what would you hope students would discover through that course well, one of the things through that course and through every course I teach at Velvet Tech is to understand themselves better. Because I think that one thing, and as, as a psychologist, well, I'm a, a master's level psychologist, as when we were going through school, it's like I've always been that person everybody's come to with their problems. In fact, that's what I wanted to do is counseling until I actually got into counseling and found out it was not fun and teaching was way more fun. Um, and I want to have fun and not money, obviously, or I'd be counseling still. So, um, but it was that we need to really understand ourselves, like really, truly understand ourselves. And once you do that, then I think it helps you have more grace and mercy for other people. Because sometimes we'll say, well, I'm doing this and with this big, huge, like, oh, I'm to make a world a better place. And in actuality, maybe you just really don't like Brussels sprouts. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> just simply, it's not as complicated and as, as, beautiful as you paint your picture. And so to understand yourself sometimes really just helps you, like I said, to just understand people better and understanding other people. I, I, first of all, I don't like conflict. Conflict is inevitable. But when I do have conflict, I like it to be in an understanding way. Like, I need you to understand that you and I will not think the same way on this. Uh, Ian and I already established that I do not like Brussels sprouts and he loves them. Um, but I'm not going to hold you in any less esteem because you love Brussels sprouts and I don't. I'm not going to thank you any differently because of that, because this is a difference we have. And appreciating differences is very important part of our world. And so under, so the relationship, um, and there's so many good books like The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman that I advocate my students to read and, and in their relationships, whether it's a partner or whether it's a parent or a child, the 16 personality inventory, taking that to understand if you're an ENFP or where you fall on that. So all of these things, understanding ourselves. So a big part of the class would probably be understanding yourself would be a big portion of, of that class. Because first of all, you have a relationship with yourself and it should be a healthy, good relationship, how you look at yourself. And that's another thing I focus on in classes is I tell my students like, you're awesome, you're amazing, you're wonderful, you have grand purpose in life. And I want you to see yourself that way. And it's so hard to do that because we see all of our flaws and we're confronted with those every day. So a big part of that class would be to address that. And then then maybe some would be on parent, parental because a lot of us have trouble, even as adults, dealing with our parents because our relationships change. And sometimes the parents don't want to see us as an adult because we're still their little three-year-old that's got chocolate covered all over their mouth saying, no, I didn't eat the chocolate, you know. So, you know, that's a big part and how those relationships change as we age. And then your children would be another good, you know, a lot of people have children. And so how to deal with being a parent and then how to be a parent to an adult child. So looking at it both ways and then going into friendship relationships because that's a whole nother category, um, work relationships. Relationships. You know, I could write a book like there's so many chapters that could be in this book and then getting down to the intimate relationships we have in life because um, no one's perfect. And I think sometimes we expect perfection when we're not perfect and in all of our relationships. And so a lot of grace and a lot of mercy in that. And I think learning how to look at yourself positively and looking at other people positively, that everyone has something to contribute and looking at that person as what can I pull out of you that is something good for our, our project, our goal, what we're doing in life. You know, so I just think there's not a person that could not benefit from something like that, including myself, because I learn every time I teach, I learn. 
what you listeners at home don't notice is me nodding my head vigorously as she's speaking. You mentioned so many wonderful and fascinating things. The idea of having a relationship with yourself. As a coach, I'm very often reminding faculty, if you spoke to another person the way you speak to yourself, you would be completely mortified, right? The sorts of things that we lambaste ourselves with are just absolutely horrific if you heard another person speaking that way to another human. Uh, so I, that's I, I find that incredibly meaningful. Your your statement about conflict being inevitable, we don't have to like it, but we have to sort of accept it. Uh, I've been a student of Tai Chi for many years, and and the argument there is they very often talk about the opposite of conflict is not the absence of conflict; it's the acceptance of it. Mm. Um, that that all aspects of existence have to have balance and you can't eliminate it. That's not balance. All of these different discoveries that you would hope students to achieve through this course make it incredibly fascinating. Uh, It sounds incredibly interesting to me. Have you looked to see if this course exists on the combined course catalog? I don't. I have not. But that's something I should do. I mean, I always get challenged when I'll say, well, we should have this or we should have that. And then it you know, it falls down on me to find out. <laughs> so you have to be careful what you wish for. Uh, but uh, because, you know, I, I'm very supportive of our psychology club, which I started, uh, I'm not sure how many years ago, 15 to 20 years ago, I started uh, the support group a few years ago before COVID. I'm, I'm always looking at ways to just encourage, to help, because no matter where you're at in life or what job, and we have students doing so many various degrees, it's like, if we support them in their in their dream, whether that's to be a funeral service director, a welder, a psychologist, psychiatrist, a, a, a doctor, what a, a nurse, whatever it is, like we're supporting them to be their authentic, genuine best selves, and we will benefit from that as a nation, as a world. Like we benefit from that. I always tell people, like even if you're not somebody I, I want in my life, I want the very best for you, because if you are having your very best life, then then they're not people flipping people off in traffic. And they're, I mean, we're not, they're, the ugliness is not being transported into the universe and into the atmosphere. And there's this kindness that comes when you're happy. And I think that's the goal. In fact, one of my instructors that I've observed today is like, he told his wife, he said, if you're looking for money because she came from a wealthy family, he, he said, you're not going to get that with me. <laughs> he said, my goal is to be happy. And happiness is definitely defined by every individual but since people are such an important part of who we are as a person, I mean, they're in our world and at least our group, our, our circle, that making it better is going to make life better. And so, you know, how to deal with a difficult instructor, you know, how to see them if they are. Sometimes we look at an instructor because they're we think they're difficult, but they're holding us to a high standard because they know that at the end of this, there's going to be, you know, some kind of state board you're going to have to take and they want you to pass it with ease and not struggle. And so, you know, in my course, I'm not turning out psychologists. It's our first two courses. So, of course, sometimes people love my classes, but I'm, ex- I'm getting excited. I'm getting them excited about something that can benefit their life, not because they're necessarily going to be a psychologist, but because they are a person that lives in the world. And so my the burden on me is not to turn out a psychologist like the nursing program is to turn out a a, a wonderful nurse. So the pressure is not that. The pressure on me is, can I open your mind up 
to all of these theories and all of these ideas and you don't have to accept them all. You can accept some and you can take those and, and hopefully make yourself a better person or at least understand people better. And that's kind of the end goal, I guess. What you're describing seems an awful lot to me like the goal of a general education, right? Yes. The idea that this is why we offer these courses and whether you want to be a welder or a nurse, you still need to take psychology because having a better understanding of people around you amplifies and ripples and ramifies throughout your life and, and continues to support. Yes. Thank you for that. What would it take to get you to create this class right now? Well, we first have to make sure that it was something that we could offer in the North Carolina Community College system. If it was in there, I would be all over it. I mean, it wouldn't take much. I'll just say that I am and I could use it for my E32s and my PDs. <laughs> so, um, because I feel like I mean, we probably could offer it as a continuing education class, even if we couldn't offer it as a curriculum class, right? So would there be any interest? Would people want to take it? And then I would have to start developing and pulling together because there's probably not one book. I would probably need to pull from several books and, and basically create a book. I, I mean, I would be willing to do that even if it was just as a continuing ed class to examine, maybe take some of these self-inventories and look at ourselves and kind of break it down into maybe even two classes where one would be a relationship with yourself and how to build a healthy relationship with yourself. And then another class of, because that's, that's a lot when you're talking about work as being one section, family as being another, intimate partners as being another one. So that's three big categories. And I think if we were going to do a class, I think maybe separating those and making two classes and like better way because and I don't know how many people would take a class that would say I want to be I want to love myself more I want to know myself more how many people would really take that because how many people truly believe they do but if you don't make an effort just like you don't make an effort with other people if you don't make an effort with yourself I don't think you really know yourself as well as you think you do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you find that class as interesting as I do, you can contact Jennifer Bledsoe in the psychology department and offer up your help. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to seeing that class on the book someday. Okay, thank you so much, Amy. If you or someone you know would be a great guest, please let us know. Head over to the Center for Faculty Development page of the FTCC website to fill out our recommendation form. We'd love to hear your ideas. On our site, you can also get an idea of all the different services the Center offers. So please, reach out if you see a place where we can support you and your teaching. Our music is Sunshine Fanfare by Richard Mead. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, good teaching is universal. <laughs>